What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? It's that time. It's media clash time. I'm Wayne, as always, joined by Paul. And we have been away because I was in the hospital for 11 days in absolute hell. Um, and I'm going back into the hospital in two days to have surgery to hopefully fix this foot of mine from the tornado uh, but then I'll be stuck in the house for three months so things should work themselves out as far as schedules go because I won't have anything else to do so in three months when I come over to the house and it's going to look like the shining (laughs) writing all over the fucking walls yep we're just gonna I'm slowly gonna devolve into madness (laughs) Um, Jay Evaga Hoover the uh Pissing in jars, stacking them up, because I don't want to leave the room. I think more like Jack Nicholson just going nuts because the isolation, can't get out in The Shining. Yeah, I guess. I'm going to find you locked up in a fucking deep freezer. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be, it's going to be an experience of... uh, Of some weirdness, and hopefully once I can move around a bit, I can get other crap done, like, you know, video reviews and stuff, and get back on track with everything, and we can do the show on a regular, because it's not like I'll be waiting, getting off of work at 5 o'clock, yeah. and being tired, I'll just be sitting on the sofa <laughs> with my chicken, uh... So yeah, so as usual, we were going to talk about stuff. Um, the you know that's per little bit of you know housekeeping. Things should start getting a little bit better because uh, I should be home and recovering. So um, as always, we start talking about we start these shows talking about what we've been playing, what we've been watching, and uh, I've been playing Star Wars: The Old Republic, the MMO, uh, the Star Wars MMO that takes place. Uh, thousands of years before the original trilogy, three thousand maybe. The original timeline of uh, Darth Revan and and the uh, Knights of the Old Republic, the the original those two games that came out for Xbox that never came out on PlayStation that they're supposedly doing a remake of. Oh, they stopped that. No, it got switched to a different studio. Well, yeah. it stopped, and then they were like, they gave it to another studio. Um, but I was, I, I played, which is great because every time I go in now, like if I start a new character, I get like fifty emails with crap in the you know in inboxes of the characters because I played it in beta. I played it when it first launched. I played it. For, I played this game for years, so I still have all like the original shit from from when the game launched. Um, but it is still some of the best Star Wars writing that's ever been written. Like, I will fight people on that because there's a plethora of stories that they can tell. Like, there's literally eight different stories they can tell in movies because there's eight different character types in this game. Four on the light side, four on the dark side. Uh... I just finished playing through my Inquisitor storyline and it start, you start off as a slave and you work your way up as a dark council member and then 
Darth Malgus turns on the Empire. You fucking go, and now I'm getting ready to deal with the Revan coming back. And then after that, it's the Infinite Empire. So, and I think the expansion after that, Malgus comes back. So, I mean, it's like a whole crap ton of really good writing. And it, the game itself plays on a pretty basic system. So, if anybody wants to, like, you don't need a high-end machine to be able to play it. Like, my machine that's a couple of years old now at this point that I do everything on. I just turn the shadows off. And it's amazing how that makes a game run so much better. Like, with the shadows on, it chugs and it just doesn't want to play. I turn the shadows off and it runs smoothly. I'm like, that's so fucking hilarious. But, um... Other than that, I played a little bit of the new Destiny season. I missed out on the last season. I didn't finish the game, the battle pass. So I missed out on the fucking cool hunter helmet with the skull. Pain in the ass. Uh, this season is pirate themed. Which uh, may be a little bit more fun than the hunting down the ghost and stuff that the season before it was. Uh, Destiny's still a really good game though it's a it's a shooter that's really fun Bungie Bungie just knows how to make a shooter and now they're owned by PlayStation or Sony however it worked but they're separate they're their own vertical but they're owned uh and we'll see how that eventually plays out and they did their uh <clears throat> their presentation last week uh, and the new revealed the first details of the new iteration of the game Lightfall because we're almost to like the end of the Destiny story that we started back in Destiny 1 we get to go to Neptune now in Lightfall in February so it's one of the, ma the massive expansions that kind of rewrites the game world uh, but other than that, I have not been playing anything else. Um, yeah, I bought Fell Seal, but uh, I stopped playing. Like the, the art style, just I don't know, it doesn't do anything for me. So I'm kind of like, eh, it was only twelve bucks, so it's not that bad. Um, but like I said, yeah, that's about the only things I have been playing. Um. And then we'll get into what we've been watching uh, a little bit later. I mean, I haven't played anything other than Power Wash Simulator because <laughs> of my OCD won't let me stop playing that game. Power Pressure Wash Simulator. Pressure Wash Simulator. It's literally... I start a project, start cleaning it, either it's a vehicle or a location. It's like, all right, I'm going to go to bed or I'm going to turn this off and go watch. Yeah, um, let me just finish this one little section. And then that turns into something else. It's like, all right, let me kind of branch it off to this. And, then, and next thing you know, it's like, I've been at this game for like five hours. I mean, I got it. I'm pretty sure I saved the pressure wash from the tornado. I'm pretty sure it's in that room right there. <laughs> I need to do it too because now it got me wanting to fucking pressure wash in real life because I need to pressure wash the house. Uh, it is kind of weird. Like I, I pressure wash the the sidewalks out in front of the old house. Yeah. And you do kind of just 
get into that zone where you're just wa- watching mm-hmm. the the dirt come off and you're just like next thing you know it's like hours later and you're like going down the sidewalk it's basically what happened to me saturday i was playing i went to go cut the grass and right when i finished the rain started so i go back inside and then i was stuck on a on a level it was the subway bathrooms <laughs> fucking filthy and I couldn't, I was stuck at 99%. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Just like a section like yeah. you couldn't get to or. I thought it was glitched. Mm-hmm. So I deleted the fucking thing off my hard drive and that I, I didn't play it for like a week or two. And then Saturday, um, I did some more research on it and found out like somebody found why like cubicle wall it says 13 out of 14, but mm-hmm. when you look at the cubicles, the bathroom stalls, obviously this is made by foreigners mm-hmm. because they're the way their bathrooms look. Um, there's only 12 walls. So I was like, where the other two walls is? So finally somebody said, oh, this is considered a wall. A wall. And sure enough, it worked. And then it's like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to keep playing the game now and <laughs> Next thing you know, Friday, uh, Saturday, oh, fuck, I did like four hours playing the game. Um, but yeah, that's that's about it. I mean, Saints Row came out, and apparently it's a giant shit show. I don't know. I I, I mean, because I don't know if I want to, I still want to get it. I might, I might watch like Game Riot's like first playthrough of like the first hour or whatever. I watched... Um, Next Lander, the spinoff of the people that left Giant Bomb, started their own little thing. Um, I watched them play, and it was just buggy as hell. Like there was so many bugs. And it's oh, no, just is it on PC as well, or is they are they playing on console? Console. I heard, I heard it's pretty bad on Xbox. There's a game breaking bug where you can walk. But you can't shoot, you can't run, you can't jump, shit like that. Um, Brad from Nextlander said that he did this mission. It took him like a half an hour to do this one mission. And then when he got to the end, it fucking froze. And then um, they played for three hours, I think, on like a little live stream that mm-hmm. they did for. And twice the game crashed on them and they literally told them like the send a re- send a report thing. Mm-hmm. They actually told them like how much file uh, or the size of the file they're going to have to send and stuff like that. And, um, but yeah, so I'll probably end up getting it when it goes on sale for black Friday or something like that. So yeah, that's, a game I'll wait until Black Friday when it goes on sale. Just like um, they're supposed to have the big update patch today. I think went live for the game, but apparently there's some very fun stuff you can do, like fire hydrants. You pop a fire hydrant, and then you drive into it, and it shoots you. Oh god, it shoots you! Fucking put you into orbit. <laughs> I mean, I just—it's hard to play that game. Coming from like Saints Row three and four and like 
the direction they took it, volition mm-hmm. that I don't know if they exist anymore or they got swallowed up by somebody else. I mean, THQ Nordic bought volition. V- yeah. Well, when everything went on that fire sale, basically. Yeah. So like volition, I think still exists like the, as a, like they didn't close up shop. I think volition still actually exists okay. as a, a game studio. Apparently, the only good thing about that game is the um, create a character. Yeah, like, I mean, you, you can go. It's, it's very detailed. There's some very good um, models people made, much like the wrestling stuff. Yeah. Like, people who can sit on the sliders and actually sculpt faces with sliders and shit. Yeah. Like, there's a. Because um, that's all it is. It's like, I mean, it's like, it's very detailed sliders. Like, some of them, because they pulled up like the most popular or the most downloaded or whatever. Uh-huh. Some of them look fucking perfect. Like somebody made an Aiden Pierce with the handkerchief over the over the face. Over the face looks exactly like Ubisoft made it. Um, Handsome Squidworth. There was a couple of those. There was a dude, couple people, jokers. People just have like way too much time. Yeah, because I mean, I, you could download the the creator on PlayStation, and I was fooling with it for a while. And it is like it, the sliders are ridiculous, but yeah, you know, you can't no no nudity for some reason in this one, whereas the other ones you could. No, it was already blurred out the nudity. No, because you swing around a fucking dildo bat. It was a big, huge, giant dong. Well, nudity on a person was always pixeled out. Was it? Yeah. I guess you just made the pixel bigger or smaller. Um, Unlike Cyberpunk, where the only time you see it is in... Character creation. The inventory. No, not even the inventory, oh, the inventory. screen. The character creation and the inventory screen. Yeah. Um, other than that, there's like no games coming out anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, Midnight Suns got pushed. Yeah. Um, I guess the Ubisoft game still, I think, Blood and no, not Blood and Boon. It's a movie. Um, whatever the pirate Ubisoft pirate game. Oh, Bloods, Bones and Skull and Bones. And Bo- Skull and Bones. Skull yeah. and Bones. I think that's still coming out on the day, like the day before God Every- of War. Yeah, everything you got to wait until basically October. Yeah, before shit starts coming out again, because um, AEW. They still haven't given a release date yet. Yeah, they won best sports game at GamesCon, I think. Yeah, because, I mean, it's Yuck's making it. It's the company that made all the WWE games. Yeah. Now making the AEW games. For some reason, FTR is not in it. DLC. I mean, yeah, they're going to do that, but I'm like, why are they not in the first roster? Um, It just needs to be like... In the uh, got a package coming in. Oh, look at it! Look at it! He he want to fight somebody. He hates delivery people. <laughs> <laughs> the um, they just need to have that gear that was like the thing that pushed them over the edge to leave WWE. I don't think they're like a lot of people. It's like, oh my god, they're completely um. 
completely fucking over um, FTR by not putting him in the game. It's like, he let him have three fucking titles. Yeah, dude, like, there, there probably is going to be a big update or something that maybe adds the rest of those titles. Yeah. And they're just going to be like, FTR is going to come in with, like, fucking three sets of belts. Or you save some decent wrestlers for DLC so you can buy yeah. the pack. Yeah. It's a fucking, yeah, it's a, it's a money thing. Yeah. Like, there's no way they're going to have this game in the entire life of this version of the game. FTR is not going to be in it. And speaking of money... Uh, I don't know how this, who started the rumor, I think it was Saturday, that supposedly Amazon was buying uh, EA. Yeah, I mean, that's not going to happen. And EA's fucking stocks fucking shot up because of the rumor. Yeah, because that's, that's all it, t- like, again, this is like when, when, when we, the whole AMC game stop, like, people shit on, you know, all the older white people who basically live on the fluctuation of the stock market, which is hilarious that they were like, the stock market's a joke and yada, yada. I'm like, no, right? It just shows you that supply and demand applies to the stock market as well. If people think something's going to go up, they buy it, which then causes the price to go up. Like, that's how it works. Stock's not really worth anything. Like, I'm just, I got like five shares of freaking Amazon right now. Eventually, they'll go up. Because Amazon, like, I order all kind of, we order all kind of shit from Amazon. Yeah. If I could get food delivered from Amazon, I wouldn't shop at Walmart. You get Whole Foods. Well, maybe now, but I mean, about, like, last time I tried to buy f- stuff from, they, they wouldn't do it, so. But Whole Foods is very expensive. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I can go, you know, because I, I, dude, I had a hankering for corn dogs one day, and I'm on Amazon, like, corn dogs, and it came up with, like, Something from Whole Foods, but it wouldn't deliver them. I'm like, okay. So I we mm. ended up, you know, again, because, I don't know. I got corn dogs in the freezer. I'm like, I love me some corn dogs. Um, I don't think of what else. Any video game news? Oh. Not really. Gamescom, you know, oh, yeah, was games. La, 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 last week, and they really didn't show. And nothing of note. Oh, Kojima's starting a podcast. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Killer Clowns from Outer Space is going to be one of those isometric fucking multiplayer games. Yeah. It's like three on something. It's not one on something. It's like three on something. But no, like when they like, oh, he was here at the end of like our last of 29th, whatever. When when he announced uh, Death Stranding. And I'm like, oh shit, Kojima's going to fucking drop some fucking... Oh, I'm starting a podcast. I'm like, God damn it, Kojima. <laughs> Death Stranding's now on Game Pass, but PC only, not yeah. console. Because it's, uh, I, I mean, I think it was, I mean, PlayStation paid for it. Like, that was a PlayStation-funded game. Yeah. So, I don't know that that'll be on Xbox. Well, PC... Game Pass is Xbox. Well, I know that's what I'm saying, but I mean, they're not going to have a native oh, on a system. Xbox version of it. Um, Just like y'all was supposed to get Final Fantasy VII Remake, and it's never happening. <laughs> but y'all are getting y'all are getting Crisis Core Reunion, I think. Hmm. 
So y'all are getting, which is freaking hilarious. You're going to get the prequel to the remake because they're, re- they're redoing the story to like line up with the remake of Seven. But y'all aren't going to actually get Seven. <laughs> uh, Twitch has officially announced that people can stream with Doc. Oh yeah, because he's going to have a game coming out and people are going to want to stream that game when it comes out. Um, because That's why. Because Twitch had a band like nobody could stream with, oh yeah, they had him completely banned. Disrespect, and, but now that's been lifted. Yeah. So and it's it all comes down to the fact that he's putting out a game, and people are gonna want to stream that game when it comes out. Yeah, no, a lot of people had very good things to say about that game. I mean, that's him. It was a what an alpha. Yeah, it's like it way early. Like, yeah, it's way early. It's a vertical shooter. A uh, vertical. The levels of vertical. It's. It's basically uh, talk off. Oh, okay. But I mean, it's he was, vertical. Yeah, he's just trying to do something yeah. different. I mean, there was that other shooter that fucking basically partnered with him and made his fake stadium a level. Mm. I don't remember what that game is. He used to play it when he wasn't playing Warzone. But they literally like when you know when you watch his streams, he starts and it's oh I know what you're talking about the fakes like you know the CG renders of like his stadium and like all the interiors and stuff like they made that a level Valiant no Variant no I don't remember what it was Hmm. it's not it wasn't a big game it was it was like a smaller team shooter like hero shooter because even they even made him as a skin to play. I don't remember what the game was, though. Yeah, so now you go back to him. You probably want to see him and Nick and Tim, Cloaksy and all them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... I think it was done... Because, again, ultimately, it was on Twitch. Like, I think they screwed him. And in order to save face, they banned him and made everybody think it was on him. Yeah, then the lawsuit. And- yeah, it became, like, a big legal thing. And um, yeah, I don't know if he, I don't know if he would go back because no, I don't think he's gonna go back. But I mean, I think because you had people leave Twitch to go join YouTube just yeah. to play with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, <clears throat> if I was him, I'd be like, uh, no, I'm not giving you an exclusive deal. I'll do something and you can pay me, but I'm not giving you an exclusive. Hell yeah. no. I think there was a dumb, like you can't guarantee popularity of these. Like, that's the whole problem. Like all like Ninja and all of them, like they got, they made mil- tens of millions of dollars, but you can't guarantee your popularity of somebody like, like you can't. No. Dude, there's one guy, he just crossed 600, 600,000 fucking subscribers on Twitch. Even if you do a, the minimum $5 a fucking month, that's over 300,000. 300, so, yeah, it's like... Um, Three million? The PlayStation podcast I listen to, who eventually at some point, I, I, I want to try and... I mean, we kind of follow... I, I kind of try and follow their format. It's just not as structured as theirs. And they've got 12,000 Patreon members. And the most popular level is the $5 level. 
So you figure like, what, five times 12 is what? I don't know. Five times 12, 60? 60,000. Like 60 grand a month they're bringing in. And their show's getting like 60,000 subscribers a month. I mean, Fightful Select has the biggest wrestling Patreon, and that's 7,000 or something like that. Mm-hmm. 12,000? I mean, uh, I I, I, Sacred Symbols is literally the biggest PlayStation podcast there is, and it it has no association with PlayStation. They will, like, they get no games early, they get no access, but they're still, like, the biggest. Because Colin was, like, a massive IGN. Like, he was the PlayStation guy at IGN for fucking forever. Because I remember seeing every once in a while it gets posted on like the top 15 Patreons of wrestling. Mm-hmm. And it's like Fight Fools number one. Like going in Raw is like in the middle with like 5,000 or something like that. And, and the problem with those is like all you're doing is really regurg. Like even, even when we kind of talk about wrestling, we talk about, well, we talk about it from a different angle. And I've heard this from people who listen that we talk about it for people who've actually dealt with wrestling. And a lot of the other shows literally just regurgitate news they hear from like three sources. Yeah, there's only three places they they fucking yeah. There's only like three news outlets, and every other show just kind of regurgitates them. Like we have some form of in yeah with wrestling, and that's how that's the way we come at it from. Well, like going in raw literally just has always been what Dave and Sean and what culture is literally yeah regurgitating what Fightful says. I haven't seen well, fucking Russell Talk has built their empire off of the back of Sean and Dave. Yeah, no, like that's all you like really basically all you need to do to have a successful wrestling show now is subscribe to like the Wrestling Observer like the one where you get the news first, Fightful yes. Selects where you get the details first, and be willing to like just at the drop of a hat make a video mm-hmm. or something to release and get it out there. Or it could be like World News Now or wrestling, just make up wrestling shit. News Now. Yeah, and just make up shit. <laughs> um, new rumor. That's another thing I saw watching on Twitch that I just stumbled upon. Whenever they watch fucking Pressure Luck or Family Feud and stuff like that, Steve and the Enforcer and Lawson. Oh. Yeah. Um, I don't know when they do it. I need to find their schedule because, once again, I'll be playing Pressure Wash <laughs> Simulator and I'll have that in the background of them on Twitch watching old episodes of Pressure Luck mm-hmm. and then old episodes of... Um, um, family Feud and stuff like that. And they... Basically, it's gambling. They're gambling their fucking Twitch points and stuff like that on, like, what's gonna happen. Like... Um, it's just fun to watch because, like, growing up watching those fucking shows, especially Pressure Lock. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's just a lot of those new, quote-unquote, news sites and... YouTube people, all they do is just fucking repeat. Yeah, with like three places. Like it's Fightful, Dave, uh, what's the third one? 
Uh, not Russell Inc. Um, God damn, I can't think of it. It, yeah, it might be Russell Inc. As the as a as a collection. Of, then you got like a couple of the Twitter accounts that like post shit that people that have been right. But then you can't even really go like that's a lot of WWE stuff because I'm like I still stand by fucking AEW's working the hell out of everybody. Oh, the Ryan Satin. Satin's just like I can't. He's, I can't he's straight up a shell for he's, yeah, WWE. He, when, when you were employed by WWE, I can't take anything right. you say seriously. Um, and yeah. at least when AEW, like after their pay per views, they do the media scrums, and then there's people there, yeah. literally asking questions. Like WWE's never gonna do that. Cause what they they did that before SummerSlam and Triple H is like, you just gotta watch the product. Um, no, bro. I'm asking you as the head of creative of a publicly traded company, what you're, what, what's going to be different? So yeah, yeah. Because even the me- even the media calls, like the investor calls and shit, were always like they're never too specific on crap. And it's like, bro, you're a publicly traded company. Like, you should be given details of what you're going to do to keep revenue up and in, in crap. But no, they don't do that because they still act like this is they're a pro wrestling company that can do the carny bullshit, but then want to be treated differently. Um, but well, yeah, we can talk about wrestling on like get in depth because there's a lot of crap that's been going on, <laughs> a lot. It's a lot of AEW that we can talk about. Yeah, because again, I still think everybody's getting worked. Although Eddie is the man, and I'm pretty sure he actually got a hold of Sammy, not attempted to pie face him. Like now, I'm pretty sure Eddie Kingston knocked the living hell out of Sammy Guerrero. <laughs> um, but anyway, let's talk about what the big things that have been going on, the big things we've been watching. Uh, where you want to start? We both uh, have seen a lot of things. Well, I guess we'll first do stuff that both of us haven't watched. I mean, and then get into the. I was in the I was in the hospital for the last two weeks, so there ain't much. <laughs> All right, so quickly rundown. Uh, Archer came back Wednesday. Still funny. I've never watched any of it's it. Like thirteen seasons. <laughs> yeah, I've never watched any of it. FX doesn't cancel shit. They fucking keep shit going forever. Yep. Especially that comedies. Um What We Do in the Shadows. The past couple of weeks have been very good. I did watch a video on YouTube of just Laszlo Cursing for like like Laszlo Cursing for no reason for like nine minutes straight. It was what the fuck is that? It was fucking it is like the dude is so freaking funny. Matt Berry is fucking Matt great. Matt is he is hilarious. I'm not going to lie. You got to you got to watch the show just because of him. Fucking shit. Bat. <laughs> <laughs> um his timing like this past episode they did a they've been setting up like in the background this season like they've been he's a huge fan of this show that's basically a, a spoof on the the DIY channel or the the fix it up flip mm-hmm. either we keep the house or we flip the house type of bullshit um, for people so they did 
that was kind of a running joke that's always in the background and stuff like that. And so they actually did an episode where the people came in to fix the house that they were living at. <laughs> They're vampires. Yeah. Stuff like that. So they had to hypnotize the camera crew and the host. <laughs> they, they hypnotized the camera. So anybody watching this got hypnotized. Got hypnotized. <laughs> so, um, and then it was just a big fucking ploy trick by this one vampire that's been feuding with Laszlo over a hat since like season two, I think it was, or season one. And so um, you look up the clip, he just, like his delivery, Laszlo, Matt Berry's delivery sometimes is Laszlo. When he says, he said New York City, but the way he said New York City is like the weirdest, <laughs> funniest fucking thing. Uh, I know Screen Crush uses when they've been talking about House of Dragons and they talk about Rhaenyra being a girl. They cut to the clip of Matt Barry's hospital oh, show. And he's like, night. but you were a woman. Yeah. Oh, God, what's the name of it? It's on. So when he blew, started to blow up on what we do in the shadows, people started posting that clip of or clips of that show. Mm-hmm. And now um, Amazon has all that the show. episodes. I'm telling you, like, all the, uh, IT crowd is still fucking hilarious with him on it when he shows up after, like, the first season or the, the second season, his, you find out who his dad, you find out he's the son of, like, commits suicide, which was hilarious. And I, like, if you're just watching this show and, you know, you're watching it and then, like, somebody just comes in and tells him, um, the uh, police are here. There's there's something wrong with the pension. He just gets up from the boardroom, like this meeting, walks to the window, opens the window, and just walks out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's like, that's the season finale. And then the season premiere is when like Matt Barry shows up at the funeral. At the end, he's just like, Father! <laughs> they, um... Yeah, what we do in the shadows is such a great. I don't know. I'll eventually watch it. Um, I think they're on like the fifth or sixth. Season. It took me forever to watch Always Sunny. Like she had me, she made me watch Always Sunny, and then like, because I remember with a few times I've seen it before. Then I'm like, this is just cringy. Like it's not funny. But then I, as I watch, I'm like, all right, it's it's funny. Like some of the stuff, I'm like, eh. It's it's like the early seasons of the Simpson, like that first two seasons of the Simpsons you watch, go back and it's like, I, a lot of these jokes don't hold up. It's not as funny as it mm-hmm. was back then. Yeah. But after a couple of seasons, they find their fucking stride and it becomes hilarious. It, yeah. it, it's even funnier today. Same with always sunny. Like, it, yeah, those are like, it's kind of hard. Like you sit through those. I'm like, they're not always, you kind of like, eh, it's kind of uh. slowly Charlie and Homer, Homer, characters evolve the exact same way they get stupider and stupider every fucking season and get sometimes it's funnier sometimes with the simpsons it's not um and i also, did like i did like i did like an always sunny when they charlie went to ireland and he kind of like yeah you're like wait a minute charlie's not an idiot when he's not, when he's not being drugged down by everybody else he's not an idiot um well the what was the the boardwalk the episode when he actually hooks up with the waitress. Oh, uh, the going to, yeah. And she's like, no, I was high the whole time. 
fucking rum, rum ham. Yeah, the, the, the no, ham. that was that was a different one. Was that the different one? That was a different episode when they were the they were all him and in what's his face Danny DeVito on the 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 raft with the rum ham. Yeah, Frank and Mac. Um, yeah. So apparently, like they were completely against the idea of Danny DeVito being brought in. The the studio. The network basically came in and told him, "Like, listen, you need a a recognizable actor to play Frank to play Frank because nobody nobody knows who the fuck y'all are." So they were going to bring in Danny DeVito, and they were super fucking against it. And then, as it went on, oh god, yeah, that show would not be the episode where the fucking Goodfellas episode, yeah, where Frank gets the fucking. Um, the Donald Trump episode, how each one of them was somehow connected to the January 6th fucking capital. Oh, yeah, like from this past or from last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like Rudy Giuliani, like him having that fake tan thing, I think it was. Yeah, I've only seen the last season once. We haven't watched it again. And, so uh, then I don't, I'm not, I don't. The, the, they're not sticking out like the it old. It was the reason episodes. why Rudy Giuliani's <coughs> was yeah it was, was dripping dripping, and they filmed it like a fucking Goodfellas Scorsese yeah. style fucking. It was so good. Um, Speaking of which, Whitey Bulger, they they just convicted the the dudes that killed Whitey Bulger in prison. Uh, dude, they, those people are probably already getting life. I mean, yeah, they were already, but they 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 actually convicted like three dudes of killing him. In prison, I mean, I only bring because I'm like he lived in Grand Isle for forever. It's just yeah. weird. Um, fuck. What else? Beavis and Butthead came out. Um, it's good. But I've only like, watched. Yeah, I've only watched that first episode because it was on. It was free on YouTube. The dumpster fire episode is probably the best episode so far. Because yeah, I didn't even really like the the escape room bit. Yeah, the escape room wasn't. The dumpster fire thing was hilarious, though. Yeah. Um, the videos in between the episodes, the the YouTube stuff, the TikToks, the, mm-hmm. um, those haven't really been that good. I mean, it's just it's not the same as it was back in the day when you you had like a full video, like. It's different making fun of like a music video and a band. And like then now them literally make they probably have to watch what they say when they're making fun of like people. Like hmm. you're not just making fun of like a band and what they're presenting in a music video. You're making fun of a person putting shit up on the internet for free. And it's also probably because and they probably have to get people to agree. Like the the the, the jail guy pro- would have had to have agreed. Yeah. The it might be different because like them watching music videos back then, and only music. Like I knew who these bands were. Mm-hmm. I've heard these songs about. Nowadays, We've, yeah, we we saw the videos, so we all had the pro- you know the same kind of thoughts, and I, it was. I don't go on fucking TikTok. Yeah. I don't know none of these fucking people. Um, the only thing that was that was funny was the them making fun of the fucking prison guy. 
with the saltine cracker. Yeah, because that was more that was more less less that dude more of their reaction and their the way they were making fun of it. Yeah. Some of I guess that's kind of what I'm getting at. Some of those videos that they watch, it's not them reacting to it. It's they'll react to it for like a second or two and then they'll go off on some tangent about mm-hmm. Beavis's mom's a slut. But maybe she's a and just butthead just going off on his mom being a slut and um, somehow spinning it back around to where at the end of like, oh, well, slut's now a empowerment yeah. word for women. And um, Beavis was like, yeah, my mom's a slut and she's a big slut and all this all stuff. Um yeah, but, but all our, like, every, that's another thing, like, but, like, everyone else should be, like, I'm still, like, they're, they now exist in 2022. Have we, have they shown any of, like, the old yeah, they, characters that are now way older? Anderson's been in a couple episodes. Van Driesen's been in a couple episodes. Haven't seen Dara yet. Haven't seen Coach. Because I would have, I would have assumed, like, someone, like, Coach was probably, should probably be dead. <laughs> Principal should be dead. Principal should be dead. I think it's mainly it's only been from the previous two shows is Anderson and Van Driesen. Um, but the actual cartoons itself has been hit and misses. Like you'll, there's two up, there's two like fifteen minute cartoons mm-hmm. or ten minute, twelve minute cartoons between um for one episode you might get one of them might be good the other one might be not as good well it's like the first one where you know the dumpster fire was like hilarious and really and then yeah the escape, escape room. room was like and it's also butthead sounds different at times yeah i could i mean again it's one of those like it's been 20 something it's been years. yeah like even Beavis at times when he screams. Yeah, you yeah, like it sounds he's different. not gonna be able to go as high as as the, the voice actor gets older. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's kinda of, it's the well I mean, Michael Bay did this really because he wanted a known actor to voice Megatron in the beginning. And he even made Peter Cullen audition to play Optimus. It's like bro, there's only one voice for Optimus Prime, and it's Peter fucking Cullen. But he didn't want Welker to play Megatron. It's like, yeah, but he had, had Reven to do it, right? The he had um, Agent Smith. Yeah, Hugo Reven. Hugo, yeah, Hugo Reven did Megatron. I'm like, no, because it just sounds like he's trying to. He's doing an impression. Yeah. Um. And then, and after that, in every movie, Megatron showed up, and it was somebody doing an impression of Hugo Weaving doing an impression of Frank Welker. I watched Netflix wise. I watched Jamie Foxx's new film day shift where he plays a vampire hunter with Snoop Dogg and Dave Franco. It is awful. It is so fucking bad. The writing, the only thing good about this movie is the stunt work because it's made by, a guy who this is his first directorial movie. He's only done stunt work 
it's one of those things. I'm guessing the studio is like, hey, these um, John Wick movies are very popular. Deadpool movie, very popular. Made by stuntman people. Let's get our stunt person to fucking make a movie. We'll give him like millions and millions of dollars to do it. But the writing is so bad and they try, and you can kind of see the Jamie Foxx kind of just gives up halfway through the film. Because he's probably in like one of these, he probably has a multi-picture deal with Netflix. That's the problem. He's he's in a multi-picture deal with Sony. Sony has a multi-picture deal with Netflix. Netflix. So. so this was, a, it was literally a Sony movie? Yeah. Okay. Um, the only cool thing is Dave Franco gets code read through a fucking table by a vampire. Um, other than that, a lot of the, like they don't explain anything that's going on in this film. There's no, there's one five minute. Yeah. The dude, the the director of this movie has his filmography as a stunt man, 149 as an actor, 39. Yep. (laughs) One director credit. Yeah. 26 assistant director credits. So, and a lot of those assistant directors, I think, is like. Second, he's second unit director on Blue Beetle, which we're not even sure is going to come out. Um, a lot of those are probably. Second unit director on that Sylvester Stallone superhero movie. Which I heard is horrible. Second unit director, Fast 9. Without Remorse, which was the uncredited second unit director. Bloodshot. Shadow and Bone, Beast Mode, Bloodshot, Skyscraper. Yeah. So basically all the... Dark Dark Tower was a pretty good movie. I'm not going to lie. I liked it. The really crappy old boy remake. Bullet to the Head was really good too. That's a Sylvester Stallone one? The one that was shot out here. If you want a good Warrior was really good. Blood and Bones for basically a direct video Michael John White movie is pretty good. Mm. Have you you never watched Parks and Rec, did you? No. The the house from it was so hilarious because I'm watching Parks and Rec with Teresa and one day. And I had seen Blood and Bone like because I like cheesy martial arts movies. The house that they lived in in Blood and Bone. They fucking go to Parks and Rec. They fuck two of the characters just fucking decide to live there. And it was like an old doll factory, <laughs> supposedly. Mm. And I'm like, this is a movie from Blood. That's the house from Blood and Bone. So, yeah, it's it's one of those. The stunts are great. There's a ton of fucking stunts. But backstory, why vampire teeth are so valuable um, Peter Spallmeyer's in it. Unfortunately, not for long. Spoiler. Um, and it's also, it doesn't make sense. It's like the rules that they set up in this universe, they fucking break those rules. I mean, that just comes down to either bad writing or bad editing. That it just changes shit. The fact of they go into this house to to get a um, 
Jamie Foxx needs money. He needs $10,000 so his daughter can have braces. If not, he his wife or ex-wife or wife he's not living with at the moment is going to take their daughter to fucking Florida over braces. That that director was in Mortal Kombat Annihilation as Cyrax, Scorpion, Noob Sabat, uh, Tarkatan, Baraka number three. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's so... They just like the, the movies that he's been in and they're like a lot of them are uncredited. I'm like, that sucks because I recognize a lot of these movies because mm-hmm. I just watch crappy fucking movies. <laughs> But yeah, that's basically, yeah, he's a fucking stunt person who finally got to direct a movie. Yeah, it's it's the studio was like these people that made John Wick and Deadpool are making a lot of money at the box office and making good films. Yeah, because he was in the first John Wick and his bathroom security uncredited. <laughs> so it's like we need somebody. Let's get this guy. Yeah, and so. Um, I guess the one scene that everybody should watch is just them going into a house that's supposedly a nest. And it's literally, it's not that big of a house. It's like a two-story house. There's probably like 40 fucking vampires they kill in this fucking movie. <laughs> and that's that's in this one house. That's just busting through the walls, coming through the fucking ceiling. And he teams up with Scott Atkins. Is that his name? Yeah. He, oh, yeah, you see yeah, the fucking crazy ass... Him and his brother are like top tier vampire hunters. They're like the fucking, um, they kind of look almost exactly the same. They're not, I don't know if they're supposed to be identical twins or close to that type of twins. But um, the sheer absurdity of that fight scene of them killing all these vampires and the two brothers. One of them only uses guns. The other one uses martial arts and like knives and swords and stuff like that. At one point, the dude is shooting his pistol out of bullets, yells at his brother, hey, you have one? I need one. Does a fucking, the most outrageous move just to uncock his gun to shoot the, the bullet out of his, out of the chamber and then the brother swings around, does a fucking twirl, catches the bullet in his chamber, cocks it real quick, shoots a fucking vampire in his head. All in one motion. Somebody wall somebody watched the Corridor Digital's like awesome reloads videos that they've done. Like cause that's what that's that's they they made whole videos about crazy shit like that. Yeah. Um literally Dave Franco's character is the most whiny piece of shit fucking useless character and what happens to him makes it even worse i mean they could have just made a sequel to that fucking what was it the one they filmed here with jason gordon joseph gordon levitt power whatever Um, it was it was jamie fox and yeah power yeah that was a pretty decent fucking set up for a fucking movie like a story like something to continue it's something you can build a universe around yeah them they try to make John Wick but with vampires that type of universe it's like 
oh, well, you have this fucking secret society that fucking hunts vampires and somehow vampire teeth is currency and worth money. Older the vampire, more money. I mean, it's not a... That's not a bad thing to have in a world, but that's not something you build an entire world around. And the bad guy, like the main villain, she has this giant scheme which obviously doesn't make any sense. They introduce characters just to either further the plot and you never see them again. And then um, it's one of those movies you just sit back with your friends and get drunk watching and fucking make fun of it because it's it doesn't follow its own rules that it sets up in the movie. Hey, because they that's a huge meant, problem. It's, 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 the, a, it's meant to move from action sequence to action sequence. Because I, if you go back to the INDB and you look at the writers, there's like two writers on this film, and I don't think they did much. Yeah, because I mean, I, I have to pull it up because I pulled up the the director forward. Um, I think it was two people. It was like two or three people, and I don't think they did much of anything when I when I looked it up on IMDB. Starring cinematography, screenplay, yeah, Tyler. Let's see, let me pull it up on. It's not even funny too. Like Jamie Foxx, like some of the jokes are just lazy. Snoop Dogg's character is kind of like Like that's that dude's only. Like, how do you get that? Is your only credit? It's probably one of those. I wrote the script. It was probably on the, Hollywood. Yeah, because he's got story by. So yeah. yeah, he created the characters. He wrote it. It was probably on Hollywood's blacklist. And then, of, oh my god, the other dude, known for all, all filmography writer. John Wick Chapter Four, Army of the Dead, Las Vegas. Which I don't know that that's actually ever going to come out because I haven't heard shit about that. John Wick Chapter Five, Planet of the Dead, Rebel Moon, Day Shift, Army of Thieves. Again, Army of Thieves was pretty good. I'm not gonna lie, Army of Thieves was pretty good, but it's because Zack Snyder had nothing to do with it. Army of the Dead screenplay. I mean, Army of the Dead. Like I think. Zack Snyder ruined that movie. I mean, it had a decent premise. So one of the dudes has written like John Wick Chapter 3, Army of the Dead. John Wick Chapter 3 ain't really the best. No, it's not. Best one either. They went a bit too far with that fucking part three. I mean, Army of Thieves is the best one on here. See, if you go back and watch John Wick movie, what made the first one so good, same with the Taken. Well, not so much. No, the taken. original take. Like no, it was not not so much taken. What I'm about to say, but the original John Wick because it was more grounded in realism. Yeah, and then they just yeah, and then they, they just they subsequently part just, two just escalated more and more. I mean, part two, they were trying to build the world that John yeah. Wick would have John Wick would have existed in. They tried to build the universe, and then three two. just went nuts with its backs with its world. Yeah. In the fact of how he became literally superhuman. 
type fucking. I mean, I, I mean, and I think that just comes down to. I don't know that that's bad, right? I think that's just bad execution. Because yes, there should be a reason why everyone was afraid. Well, of him, there's also a. Re- how does he get shot? Falls off the. St- I don't know how many stories of that fucking building and so hits every fucking thing on the way down. Well, I mean, he's supposedly in a suit that catches bullets, so he's got some kind of cushion. Again, that's one of those things where you kind of just have to accept that as a reality of the world they have now created. I've seen somebody post that John Wick is just the dark timeline of Bill and Ted that (laughs) he ended up going to military school. That's, That's not a bad... Like that's not a bad alternate universe. Alternate universe, <laughs> where like that's the timeline in which he didn't get to just play music. He had to go to military school. Yeah, he doesn't. I guess they failed a talent show or whatever. Like and yeah, he gets, and he got yeah he got sent. Like, he, that's no, not, he fails. He fails the project, and he has to go to military school. That's not a bad. That's not a bad. Like somebody needs to edit that. I'm surprised nobody's <laughs> edited that yet. Like John, like when he's like tearing up the the ground like he's just having flashbacks of like bill and ted yeah so the um because that would be the premise like if you go the dark timeline that's the premise of him coming out of retirement because you know he uh because he was what um he was ted right no which one was he he was bill yeah so in that that we just re-edit the first john wick where ted dies and that's what makes him come out of retirement. Like Ted gets murdered. <laughs> and changed his name. Not Bill Esquire. Yeah. Anymore. Now he's like John he's, Wick. He's just known as like he, you know, because he became the boogeyman. So it's just a name. Like John yeah. Wick doesn't even matter. Like double. He's like 007. Like yeah. It's, it's just, just a, like he's just, just a, a code a name. name. <clears throat> um. See that, that that gives you that that tells you how well the world was built that you could come up with some crazy shit like that and make it make sense. Cuz the world of John Wick has been fleshed out to the yeah. point where something like that doesn't sound too off. Unfortunately, um I am looking forward to the next one cuz I want to just see him fight Donnie Yen. <laughs> unfortunately, the TV show has originally was on Stars. And now it got moved over the fucking peacock. <laughs> oh, Universal's doing it. Yeah, because Peacock's NBC Universal. Yeah, they Peacock ended up getting the rights to the John Wick movies, so now they got the show with it. I mean, I I like I just want to see, uh, you know. Oh God, I can't remember his name. Fuck. I just like I, I love Zavala, like the dude that plays Zavala in Destiny. Oh, uh, can't remember what the hell his name is. It's Roddick just, Riddick. Yeah, Lance Riddick. Lance Riddick. Yeah. Like it sucks that he was in a horrible Resident Evil show that got canceled. Got canceled. Yeah. Because Lance Riddick is a uh, like I just I love Zavala in in Destiny. Like he's a great character. I love I love Riddick's voice. Like he's got one of those Morgan Freeman style deliveries. In his vocals. Yeah. I know for a while during the lockdown, he was like cutting like videos as in Zavala's voice, just saying the craziest shit. (laughs) (laughs) And it just, it just having commander Zavala, like shit talk you is, is great. (laughs) They, um, I don't know how I'm going to feel about the show now that it's on Peacock. 
I mean, it's just, is Universal going to put in what needs to be put into it? Yeah. I think whatever John Wick 4 looks like, I think maybe you can gauge it. Like, are we going to... How? Because it's a prequel, so I mean... I do... I guess it's... Is it a prequel? No, it's like a continuation. It's like a a concurrent? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean... Because he's supposed to show up in it. Yeah. Um... Although it might be a, pre- it's either a prequel with him still, because it's, I think some of the people from the first movie that try to attack him in the hotel. That's what I'm saying. I think it might be a prequel while he's still active, which is why he would be able to show up. He's not starring in it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he shows up. Yeah, you know he can guest on because he's still. It's before he retired. Because I what's I would hope what's his face shows up too. Um, Common, Swearingen. From Deadwood. Oh. Ian McShane? Ian Malcolm? No, McShane. Yeah, Ian McShane. Yeah. Because he was great. It sucked that they killed him. Didn't they kill him in the third one? No, he shoots John Wick because they gave him a choice. Like the the head council people came and seen him. And then um, he pulls out the gun and... Turns. I, I just don't remember much of the third one. He pulls out the gun, shoots John Wick off of the side of the building. He goes off the roof of the building, hits every Everything, fucking thing yeah, on yeah, the yeah, way yeah, down, yeah. and then gets picked up by Samuel Jackson. Who sometimes you just gotta sometimes you gotta cut a motherfucker. Is it Samuel L. Jackson? I thought Lawrence nah, Fishburne. Sorry, yeah, Lawrence Fishburne. Fishburne. Um I mean it's John Wick at this point is a action movie series where we can have these strange character cameos. It's almost like the Expendables at this point should have been. Yeah. Where you just had these known actors playing like these crazy action movie type characters. You know, bring in Lawrence Fishburne who's almost like Morpheus but not like Morpheus. I mean, you can bring in fucking um, depending on if Universal owns like other movie hitmen type people, you can bring them into this universe as like a crossover mm-hmm. type thing. Denzel Washington's equalizer, dude. Oh, that would be uh, that would be great. Oh, oh man! If only he wouldn't have died, man on fire. Yeah, that was a good one. I, dude, that movie was I. So first time watching that film, it was late at night. I think it came on like Cinemax. Man, like that. like, that's such a great movie. And I caught the very beginning of it, and I started watching it because there was, and um, end up sat and watched the whole fucking thing. I was like, Jesus Christ, this movie like blew me away. Movie. Like, I such had such a great fucking movie. I had no fucking yeah, because no I mean, faith in the movie. Like, not faith, but like, I had no fucking desire to watch it because Denzel Washington at the time wasn't really. Yeah, because I mean, Man on Fire was he got overshadowed. Was it before Training Day or after? It was around the same time, but it I think it was around the almost exact same year as like Deja Vu came out. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, because that that kind of overshadowed it. Um, it it was just that quiet movie that just came out and wasn't um, talked about as much. Yeah, until it found its audience because it was like, dang, Man on Fire is such a great fucking movie. Yeah, it's a remake too. Yeah. 
I mean, Equalizer is a fucking remake. Yeah. But again, you're like, those are the kind of characters you could could conceivably exist in the John Wick universe. Uh, Tom Cruise's character from Collateral. Yeah. Could conceivably exist in the John Wick universe, even though Jamie Foxx kills him at the end. Which is really like, I mean, I like power. So I guess there's two Jamie Foxx movies I like. Like Collateral. I liked Collateral when it came out. But yeah, you mean you could... Collateral doesn't really have a time frame. So you could put that... You could put that character into John Wick and just say that's how he ends up dying at some point. Uh, Who else could fit? What other fucking badasses could fit in fucking... The John Wick universe. The fucking turn this bitch into the John Wick podcast. Fucking fan fiction. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, you could. You could just take like just great fucking military, like badasses and put them in. Fuck Agent 47. Like you could just fucking tie oh. Hitman. Dude, you can bring in fucking. Hitman. You could. Yeah, you could just tie Hitman into John Wick too. Unfortunately. He's going to be too old for this. You bring in Chow Young Fat as Tequila or um, oh, fuck. Uh, Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas from El Mariachi. El Mariachi or Assassin. Um, Chow, Young, Chow Young Fat was Mickey Mouse in The Killers. The Killer. John Woo's awesome yeah. fucking movie. I can't remember if he was Mickey Mouse or Dumbo, but you never knew his name, so they just, mm-hmm. that's what the, uh, him and the cop called each other. Um, oh, the dude from uh, The Raid. You could bring in. Oh, yeah. You could bring Dog. him in. But I think he's already in it. Then Dog was in I three. Mean, yeah, I think both of them have been in it. Dog's been in it and the main guy, but I'm like, as that, their, the character, like that cop, you could bring the cop character in. You bring in fucking Jason Bourne. <laughs> yeah. I guess if you want to talk about it, like, cause it's like this weird secret society of assassins, you bring in the weird fucking government. He's got to take mit. He's taking these missions to make, I guess to make money. And so, but unfortunately Matt Damon doesn't want to shoot guns anymore. That's why that last yeah. Jason Bourne movie fucking sucked. And I think he only said like 12 words throughout that whole film. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan of Matt Damon one way or the other. He can stay as far away from stuff I like as possible. But yeah, so that's Day, day Shift. Horrible film. Um, I guess we could talk about something that wasn't horrible movie-wise. And it was... I don't know why this movie didn't get released in theaters. It would have... I mean, I don't know. It wouldn't have made a, mu- a bunch of money in theaters, but it would have made some. Fucking Prey. Yeah. The prequel to The Predator, which has direct connections to Predator 2. And I think if they'd have wrote it right, it could have had direct connections to Predator 1. But they changed the tribe because... So... The Indian guy from Predator was Cherokee... Prey is Comanche. You could probably still draw some kind of parallel. Like, 
But you got to go back familial. To, you got to pick the one Native American tribes that was known for their war and their aggressive. Yeah. Um. The more I thought about this film and seeing other stuff, it was kind of like, I think Tim put it best as like, why the predators keep coming to Earth when they just get their ass kicked? So I think this is the, I want to say like, to me, this is the first time they show up. That's what it feels like to me because he comes to Earth hunting animals. And then he starts having to deal with people. But we've never gotten a proper, like, what is the structural society of, I saw something on Facebook, like, I want to see the movie where the Predator's sitting there, like, shitty office job, saving up for, like, their really expensive hunting trips. Because clearly at the end, because they show the gun at the end that the Predator and Predator 2 gives, yeah, the Predators at some point probably wipe out. That, that tribe, tribe, like that section of tribe. Cause the end of it is shows like the mat, like they're like the, the, the cave paintings or whatever you want to call them. Like the fucking massive of ships come in and attack. The thing, but again, the story is it like we like the predator. Oh, cause the predator, like, but again, the predator's always been the villains in the movies. That's why, like, that's what I'm like, Tim. That's because that's the story. Minus Alien versus Predator. Yeah, where the Predator then, like, because then the al- the villain in those are the mindless fucking xenomorphs. Xenomorphs. Um, the and clearly Predators. The Predators win all the time. You just see the, but the Predators are sent. It's like a rite of passage. Yeah. They're sent on it like the big hunt mm-hmm. that they talked about in Prey. This is them doing their... <clears throat> but I mean, again, it's one of those like, would we enjoy a movie where the Predators are the main characters? Like you would have to flesh out so much about those aliens because like, then you would have to start like you would subtitling, have- like they would have to talk and you would ha- like... I just don't know that. So predators, the E McShane, not E McShane, uh, Shane Black's, yeah, the movie, the, uh, the one with uh, Olivia Munn and the guy from Narcos and Logan. Oh, and that one. Oh God, yeah, that one's horrible. The 20, 2018 predators, whatever the fuck year it came out, the bad one, not the Robert Rodriguez's one. The, yeah, the one with um, Adrian Brody in it. Yeah. Yeah, the the, the one that Not was the supposed one. to restart the fucking franchise. That was actually good. Like, a lot of people shit on it. It was I don't fucking, know, the ending. Like, I just, good. like, the ending's not... I don't think the ending holds up. Oh, that it's not on Earth? Well, no, it just... No, the Adrian Brody... I love the Adrian Brody movie. Yeah. That one I love. Okay. Like, I think, to me, that's the best one. And it might just be because of the Japanese guy who fights a predator with a katana. Like that might that oh, might the, be clouding my judgment. The yakuza. Yeah, like I that and again because everybody's like we want to see a feudal Japan. Like you because that's all it would be. Like give me a Kurosawa fight with a in black and white with a samurai and a predator, and that that's it. And large, like an overgrown grass. Yes, 
like with wind blowing. Yep, that's it. Just goes to Shishima that shit. Uh huh. Um. <laughs> so the Shane Black one that came out, I think they went more in depth with the the bat, like the how the society and shit. Yeah, I, that's the one. It's the dude who was in. He uh, was just in something I just watched. The main actor from that. Yeah, yeah, he's in Logan. He was in Narcos. Yeah, that, in, that, like yeah, like I, I do. We went and saw that at the theater. Like I cannot remember any of. Like I just, it, I completely not watched it. I, I mean, I we went and saw it at the. I, we went and saw that in the theater, and I like I just completely. I couldn't tell you anything about it See, other when, than like I didn't like the ending, like the fight at the ending by the ship or whatever. When they announced that movie. And then they announced Shane Black is going to write it and direct it. And it's kind of like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It, he wrote, <laughs> he wrote the first one. <laughs> He's in Predator. Yeah, it, it, it did not. I don't think it lived up to. No, it's. Um, fun fact about Predator 1. Arnold Schwarzenegger's cigar bill was so high because he wanted everybody to smoke cigars. Mm-hmm. Like apparently that was like. A huge chunk of the budget was just going to <laughs> him doing um, smoking cigars the whole time. And also, Van Damme was the predator, original predator, and was the original predator dropped out to go do Bloodsport. Yeah, or it could have been. Um, Is he the Bloodsport or Kickboxer? No, uh, God, what's the name of that fucking film? He plays a bad guy. It's like his only time he played a bad guy. And he dies at the end. It's it's not blood in, blood out. I don't remember. What's that running? It was a running series of kickboxing movies in the 80s that... It's like that fucking Iron Eagle. I was just... You have all these fucking... It was like... There's like five or six of them being made because they all went dark to DVD. I don't know. I thought it was... I thought it was just kickboxer. I'm sure he probably did, but... Kickboxer was eighty nine with Van Damme. It's it's before Kickboxer our universe. In then I think it's Bloodsport. No, there's another. The movie I'm talking about is before all that. This Bloodsport's eighty eight. Jean. I I mean, it's you know. It's the best one. He made that fucking... What's the name of the film that was here? <coughs> Hard Target. Hard Target. John Woo's first fucking American film. I mean, it's not... <sighs> it's good. It's good. The premise is really good. I just can't stand the... Like, it's New Orleans portrayal. Like, it may have... Like, my original... Uh, it may have subconsciously... Uh, inspired my original ending for Crescent that took place in a flute warehouse because <laughs> it ends like blood that one ends hard target ends in the flute warehouse so the studio the movie was no retreat no surrender oh god yeah they, yeah they did <laughs> yeah I completely forgot about that one yeah um so for quickly on hard target the studio was very scared of John Woo making a film because of just how 
over the top action and all this other stuff and budget wise that they brought in Sam Raimi and I forgot who else another like director to watch over him to make sure to kind of like rein him in and apparently they did not do that I just still love that his second fucking credit as an actor is breaking I love it that fucking dance like yeah the break dancing yeah, no, like his only, he's like the dude in the fucking background, like fucking dancing. Mm. Like, that's it. So basically, Sam Raimi and the other guy was like, fuck that. We're going to let John Woo do whatever he wants because he, he makes yeah, awesome films. John Woo we love his films. Doing. Uh, I just like, I don't like any movie set here. I just, I'm never going to be happy with yeah. the the way the city is like. It's always, let's just, it's always a, a, tr- a transplant tourist version of the city. Although, granted, when I was in the hospital, somebody asked me where the hell I was from. <laughs> and I'm like, here? They're like, no, you're not. They're, that accent is way too, I'm like, all right, let me explain to you how I got this accent. <laughs> I want to know how I got this accent. Um, but yeah, Prey is good. It's sometimes it got a little too fan servicey at certain points, especially him saying the brother um, saying, "If it bleeds, we can kill it." I mean that I, I I think yeah the predator the end like the only thing I have a huge problem with is the end fight scene where the predator just literally becomes a mindless fucking idiot in this one fight scene with the. Uh, the lead actress. I think that's why we need we you, you need something to kind of explain. How do you fall for that fucking getting shot with your own fucking helmet? Yeah, because you should know how it works. Yeah, you literally the scene before it. He takes out like how many fucking French Canadian motherfuckers by hand? Well, no, it's not even that. It's the the uh, but again, he screws up with the helmet at the camp. When the brother knocks it off. Oh, yeah. And they all hit the tree. Yeah, because of the. that's how she knows. Yeah, that's how she figures out how that works. Because yeah, she's seen it kill people already. But he's about to shoot her with the fucking things. The laser's not even pointed on her. No, so basically that's what it is. That's what I'm saying. Like, he can shoot it, but they veer off to go to... Wherever the laser's Wherever the laser's at. pointing. And that's what she was banking on, that she would be far enough away... That it wouldn't hit her and it would curve around. Oh, the fact of, in his mind, he doesn't know the lasers is on and he was just going to shoot it straight at Yeah, because that's what he was trying to do at the camp and it just kept going. It's it's the fact of the way he killed, he got shot like so many fucking times. I, but I also uh, attribute that to like this. He was huge. He, he, but again, we need to see like what the, because he's way bigger than a normal predator. It was a good design, like because like, he's like he looks very primal, like yeah. So he he mean he almost looks like a different race of predator because he's got a very primal face. Like it, he's still got the 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 mouth, but and like the rest of his head just looks weird. Unless might, we're gonna say like in the two hundred years that between them they changed, it could be you have to go more in depth on like comic books. 
the Predator comic books to kind of get more of the back. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I think that's the that we're we're missing that context. That like, why is this guy so primal? And is it just because they were like, all right, we need to write a primal predator to go up against a you know primitive you know hunter, or is this a completely different type of predator? It's the fact of how easily she fucking took him out, but his her brother. Is a way better fucking warrior, oh, yeah, way he, better fighter. But it, but like like when we were talking about it initially, I'm like, had he not gotten you know stabbed from behind, and he even knew it was coming, like he felt him behind him, he knew he was about to die, like he would have been able to take. I, I honestly think in a, a like a straight up fight, like he would have been able to take the predator. Just fighting wise, the predator didn't fucking disappear. It's because that's really if you look at all the Predator movies, like the Predator is untouchable until the fucking camouflage fails. Yeah. And really, when he was fighting all the French dudes, it was because he was fighting in the mist and, you know, but he also they were just we're going to (laughs) shoot. But also he can jump like 20 feet up in the air and hide in the trees and stuff like that. Like he didn't do none of this stuff at the end. You know, yeah, no, it was all the very more the gadgets he used. Never fucking did. I just, I mean, unless we're just supposed to acknowledge, like, he used it all in the fight against the French guys and he had nothing on him. That's what I'm saying. I think we need to, like, what is, like, that's the part of the predator society we, like, need to figure, like, because he clearly came to Earth with a very little. The ship just dropped him off. He didn't land there. Like, whereas the other ones, like, in Predator had his own ship. Predator 2, there was a ship. There was a ship in Predators, the Adrian Brody one. Like he, this dude was literally dropped out the back of a fl- of a ship. He literally beat a fucking grizzly bear. What with I was saying, like hands. We, you know, it did give us like one of the coolest fucking scenes from a Predator film. Well, yeah, him fucking just covered in blood, ripping a bear in half, yeah. and fucking being covered in blood and fucking entrails. But I think it comes down to like again, it's she more outsmarts him than fights. She knew there was no way she was gonna fight him. Like, doesn't matter how good of a hunter and tracker and all that she was, she was never gonna beat him physically. She had to outsmart him. Granted, it uh, again. That's why I'm like, we need to like, was this dude just not not that smart? Not that smart. Like, what is the difference between this predator and the predator we see in the eighty seven, eighty whatever movie? 87. Yeah. Like, what what was the difference between this one and the ones we get later on? Because clearly the ones in two have something to do with this one. Because they come back after... She actually... Dinging? Was no. that her? Is that her? No, it's the TV. Oh, okay. I was about to say. She's never played with that thing. The... Um I just wanted to see the fucking John Cena Predator that they were supposed to make like 10 years ago. What, with him? Yeah. As the Predator or fighting the Predator? Fighting the Predator. This is like a WWE type thing. Um, He was going to play Dutch's son. Oh. I guess that could And the Predator comes back for revenge. The only problem I have with Cena in action movies is I think he is... But this is... Cena, Marine Cena. Yeah, I, I think he's just, he's too big. 12 rounds. 
Yeah, I mean, if you're going 12 rounds, it's even a little bit unbelievable. Like, he is massive. I mean, he's not as big as The Rock. But. No, but I mean, again, The Rock plays certain characters that lends to him being that big. Um, Van, uh, Schwarzenegger played characters that lended to him being that big for no reason. I think that takes Cena you know, seriously. He needs to be smaller. It's like he wasn't as big in the Fast and the Furious movie he was in. So it was a little more believable when he's sitting there fighting Vin Diesel. And even that, like they... they <laughs> so I finally actually watched that Fast and the Furious movie. Oh. And the 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 reason why... He looks nothing like he does not look like he is Vin Diesel and the sister's brother. Like they make reference to like, no, your mom was pretty fucking white. Like, so it was one of those like white woman, Mexican dad. He took after the mom. It's kind of like well, me and my sister do not look like we're related. Mm. She is black hair, olive skin, very Italian looking. And then my white pasty ass. So it's kind of, it's explained like that. So I'm like, all right. So at least they put the effort in to put the one line in, in the flashback that explains he is a biological brother. That's why they don't look the same though. (laughs) But I would take him more seriously in action movies if he wasn't as big. Like the era of the big, huge, overbuilt, like it just does, it worked in the eighties with Schwarzenegger because of the movies he was in. But I mean, I think even still, even in Predator, Arnold was probably too big to be a believable military person. Like, you don't see, like, that's just, it doesn't, it's never come across to me as like, that's a military style workout physique. I think anybody, Jesse Ventura probably looked the, the closest. Most, the closest. Yeah. And then, I mean, because again, Arnold being massive for Conan, perfect. Commando, Predator, no. Because he to me, he just was too big. Mm. But when you're like, like fantasy fucking, you know, yeah, it makes sense because that's the designs. The, uh, it's the fact of everybody saying, it, oh, this is the best Predator movie. I don't know. Or, if it, I'm like, I'm not, like, or the second best Predator movie. It's like, it's not that hard to be the second best Predator film, considering. I don't know. I'd give it like like the first. I, I take the. I take I, the it's like three. It's the first one is the best one, of course. Yeah, because I mean, you just it was. If you haven't seen the Predator mashup with Short Circuit, where instead of the Predator killing people, it's Johnny Five and those robots <laughs> mash up together. It's fucking brilliant. The way they match just together, the scenes and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, so that's number one. Predators with Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody, Robert Rodriguez's movie. That number, one's great. Uh, number two. Yeah. Extremely underrated. Minus the, t- the twist was pretty obvious with the uh, Topher Grace's character. But I mean, I think that made it. I don't even consider that a twist. I'm like. Clearly, when all these other, you know, military people and badasses are there, and then you have the scrawny, like, I'm like, oh, clearly this is like a, he's a serial killer. It was obvious why they picked him to hunt. Yeah. There's something about him. 
Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne's in that one too. Yep, he's he's a survivor he's the, who's the just crazy fucking guy. losing his losing his mind. And then you get Prey as as the third one. Yeah, I would I would put Prey as the third one. Granted, I like I would I can sit and watch Predators more than. To me, it's always like rewatchability. I can watch Predators more than the original Predator. Like I will just. I don't know, dude. The first one is so fucking eighties. It is. I mean, it is very fucking eighties. So good. Again, I might be biased because I just I can rewatch that fucking samurai scene over and over and over again. When I met, um, I got to meet. Oh, what's his fucking name? He's in Predators. He's, um. He's the guy who says, I'm going to have me some fun. Walter Goggins? Yeah. Walt Goggins, yeah. No. I'm talking about the original Predator. Oh, the original Predator. Um, I don't know. Who's that? He's the one black guy, bald head with the razor. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. God, God. He's been in it so much. I just don't remember his name. But yeah, I know who you talking yeah, about. Yeah, he lives here. So he used to come into Canal Place quite often to watch movies, I mm-hmm. guess, with his son. And one day he was in the lobby by himself. We wasn't busy. Like it was a slow day. He was in the lobby by himself. And I wanted to go up to him. It's like, can you make a video f- about <laughs> like just saying it's like turn around. Um, and I was, dude, he was like, like a quintessential eighties actor too. Oh, he's in a ton of stuff. Like, yeah. Um, he was the bad guy in one of the lethal weapons movies, I think. But, um, I was going to have him like, say I dropped something and he would like turn around and it's like oh you dropped this and I would say thank you and he's like anytime <laughs> like in fucking Predator but um yeah then we just don't talk about those fucking Alien versus Predator movies I liked the first one fuck the first one the, the second no the, the second s- one's the one that was the horrible one because that was the one no. that took place in like the town Requiem is so much fucking better than the first one. A hundred times better than the first one. I don't know. I'd rather watch the one that ends in the they fucking They actually kill Arctic kids base. in the second one. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, I... And plus, that was R-rated and actually showed violence. Unlike the fucking first one by shitty-ass Paul fucking Anderson. Bill Duke. Duke, yes. Bill Duke. Um, seventy nine years old, still kicking. Yeah, he's he's pretty up there in age when I seen him a couple years ago. I don't know. I'd still like the first one. I was uh, like, I just did not like the second one. Um. Wow. Just as an aside. My license plate expires on the 8th. Here's a copy of your plates and registration heading your way, sir. I bought this car in April. And I'm just now going to be getting my plates. He's just sending me my license plate and stuff. This fucking dealership sucks. <laughs> That's what you get. Go to Texas to buy a fucking yeah, car. Well, Stupid me bought my car from a specialty dealership that only deals in that kind of car. Um, next, briefly, we can talk about House of Dragons. 
is out on HBO Max. Um, first episode, I've only seen the first episode. I'm going to watch the second episode tonight when I get home. Uh, the first episode was very good. It's it's that it's the more Game of Thronesy games. Yeah, it's closer to what Martin was doing in the books, where you had all these like the political. It's the political. It's the intrigue. It's whereas D and D went with the original series. They started going more into like, oh, we need big epic. You know, we need to focus on the action parts of the book series. And whereas those first seasons were more about the game. Yeah, it's. Like if you like Littlefinger and his stories Schemes and, and scheming stuff. and yeah. stuff like that, you're gonna love this because that's all that's happening in this fucking. Um, the princess is from True Seekers. She was the ghost. Was she the ghost? I, don't, I mean, I um, I don't know what True Seekers. The Simon Pegg. Oh, Nick okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh um, God, that's her. Yeah, yeah, she was the ghost. Yeah, yeah, she was the ghost. Spoilers. Um, yeah, that's her. I couldn't fucking recognize her. Yeah, they, they, like she looks nothing like she did in that show because she has red hair and like a little mullet thing going on, mullet action. But um. Great cast too. Like you look at that cast and such great actors. Um and Matt Smith is doing a great job. Oh dude, like I'm so glad like he's not playing like I'm glad he's playing a villain. Like the they're gonna I, I guarantee they're gonna make him come be like the villain, but I can just see that character like not being the ultimate villain. He's gonna be like Jamie. Like originally, everybody fucking hated Jamie, um, but then as the show go on, and I like, think, he but became I mean, I think that, that fucking, was yeah, that was because I'm, I'm trying to remember if the books by the time the last book, like if he'd been redeems himself and becomes decent. <sighs> I'm trying to remember how far into that story that the books went. I think. Yes, so he is with Bernie in the last book, and you start to get the the redemption in the book, but you don't get the full like the full turn wasn't in Martin's book up and you know yet. So, but yeah, I think he's gonna be again. We all know that's fucking downhill from the Targaryens are downhill from there because I think they said this is like. A hundred and something years before the Mad King. This is a hundred and seventy nine years before. Um, Daenerys. Uh, so like a hundred and seventy nine years before Daenerys is sits, born. No, sits on the throne. This takes place like a hundred and <clears throat> something years before the end of. Game so yeah, Thrones. then it's like a hundred and fifty or so before. The Mad King, which means that a lot of those dragons are going to die before the series is over. Well, they, they're not going to... They're slowly going to get smart. Like, what? No, I mean, they, there's at least two massive dragons that you've seen. No, three. Yeah, the three in the show. But what um, Tyron Lannister said that the dragons 
slowly they yeah they get smaller they get smaller and smaller to the point where then they just die out yeah because the i don't know that they showed it in the show i know it's in the books where they go through the 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 tombs underneath the red keep and the skulls of the dragons are there until they get to the massive like it's they showed that they they're all they goes from the smallest all the way to like the massive one they show bits and pieces of that in Game of Thrones, but in this one, House of Dragons, they show like the last dragon of yeah, the Valerian. Big, yeah, the big Aegon's massive black fucking dragon skull. Yeah. And he was, yeah, that's the last dragon. That's the one, the, the last of the dragons that came over from Valerian. Valerio. That was the last one to die. And that's the one Aegon rode the fucking takeover Westeros. Yeah. Um, so I'm guessing now it's the, the series. Yeah, those eggs that like the one that they, they bring up eggs in the second episode. Yeah. And I'm so, assuming those are going to be like smaller when they hatch and not get as big. There is supposed to be a second massive dragon that has survived, but it's like Daenerys's dragons. Like once they got so big, they, was it one of them just fucking went off on its own? Yeah. So supposedly there's another dragon as old as the one whose skull is that like they show that just disappeared because it was too big for the dragon pits. Like it couldn't, they couldn't house it anymore and it fucking took off. I'm assuming at some point that'll show up. Yeah, I forgot about, yeah, one of them just flew the fuck off and never came back. Then... The other one died and was resurrected by the Night King. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and those dragons went out like bitches. That became a, the ice. The yeah, ice, the ice dragon. dragon. The fucking boats killed one. You had the one that lived through the end. Yeah. Was the one that the the Iron Fleet killed the one that got resurrected? No, the one that got resurrected was the one. The well, no, that's the one he hit with the the the, the, night, the, the night, night King. Yeah, they they yeah the Night King throws the javelin. Yeah, and kills so it. the one the the third one is the one that the fucking Iron Fleet killed in one fucking shot. Yeah. Um. Like I do, I do say like after watching that first episode, like I was telling you, there's no fucking characters to root for. Like, no, there like, isn't. Like, like the original Game of Thrones had. Yeah, I think <laughs> that you're, first suppo- you're supposed to root for her, but even I like I think in the second episode they try and flesh her out a little bit more because everybody's like treating her like she needs to be protected and she's like the second episode she does a lot of shit. She's like, no, I don't fucking need to be sheltered. Like I'm, you know, because she's fucking goes on her dragon and does shit without telling her fucking dad and all that shit. Oh, dude, you know what's another fucking assassin you can put in the film? What? Um, Luke Besson's Leon. Yes. Don't you love how we just jump like... <laughs> <laughs> just popped in my head, Out sorry. of nowhere. Yeah, that would be... That That would be... That, that uh, would be an editing project I'd probably... I, I, I should try and think about doing while I'm sitting here doing nothing. Just like get all video of all these like crazy fucking badasses from these movies and like... I'm try and edit them in like something with John Wick. I was trying to think of a female one. I was trying to think of like Michelle Yeoh or um, 
somebody like that. I know there's been a female fucking badass assassin and stuff. I mean, like you would, you would be hard. I mean, it'd be older stuff. I mean, because the only other ones would be like fucking Charlie. What was that fucking Cherry Starin? Yeah, Charlie um, Starin. That movie. Oh god! It actually was Atomic Blonde. Yeah, and it was actually very good. Great soundtrack. I think that one was done by like John Wick people too. Like that was a wouldn't surprise me. That was a that was a stunt person movie. Yeah, Cherie Staron. Yeah, she would be a good fucking because yeah, I mean candidate. she played fucking what's her face too Furiosa. Well, not Furiosa, but she also played fucking Eon Flux. Yeah, <laughs> I mean if you're just gonna go like badasses, like Eon Flux was a pretty fucking. She always died, but oh, up until that point. <laughs> that Netflix movie she did where she played the immortal. I mean, I didn't watch that. I like, I mean, I guess I haven't watched it. When it comes to immortals, all I worry about is Highlander. Yeah. Like that's, that, I'm just, I want them to make a new Highlander. I really do. See, I think of stupid shit. Cause like I think about Highlander and I'm like, what if the baby dies during birth and it turns out to be oh and but if you if you actually were able to sit down and watch the entire series yeah they never did a baby but they've done children yeah i've seen the children they did the kid episode they did the episode with the kid with down syndrome who was obsessed with trains he wasn't a kid he was an adult what i mean he but i mean he was yeah the mind of a child yeah yeah richie had to fucking put him down no he kills himself yeah, he puts his head on he the train. He puts his head on the track and let the yeah, train. Yeah, because Richie couldn't do it. Yeah, because Richie, yeah, Richie wouldn't be, couldn't do it. Um, but Richie still ended up getting the quickening from it. Yeah, because he was close by. Yeah. Um, I didn't think they never went into that stuff. They went into that in the the movies a little bit. How that screws with them, but they never did really do it in the show. How they actually absorb the memories and personalities of the people they took. They went into it in the movie. Yeah, they did pretty in depth into the movie, especially three. Um, because Mario Van Peebles. Was that three or two? That was three. Yeah, and then they talk about it in the Was it the re the one that had Duncan in it? Oh, Immortal? Yeah, the one where where Duncan and uh Connor actually yeah. fight. They talk about the dude he's going after his like absorbed all these people like they because they go in there like kill count and like what the quickening actually does to to the people. Yeah, Donnie Yen was in that. Yeah, it was like one of his first dies like a bitch. There's two separate versions of that scene. Yeah, I know. I, I've seen and it sucks that they took the theatrical version <laughs> is him going out like a bitch. The other version is him like you're not killing me. I'll kill myself. <laughs> On a motorcycle, it wasn't? No, no, no. He, I, it's at the dinner table when he's going, but Donnie Yen sits there, takes his sword, stabs it into the wall, and beheads himself. Hmm. So I guess in his mind, he didn't think the dude would get the quickening from him, but he still gets it anyway. Yeah. But that's also the version where the girl dies. Like there's two versions of that movie. The, the other, like the non-theatrical version, is where she dies as well. Because the theatrical version, he shows up at the fashion show at the end, and she's alive. Because you don't see her throughout the end of the movie. 
And they were like, no, he needs to have a happy... Like, no, he doesn't need to have a... Like, Duncan doesn't get a happy end. That's the whole point of Highland. That's the whole point. It's the whole point of anybody that's immortal. You they get they don't happy get ending. happy endings. Yeah. You just find trying to find a way to die. Like, yeah, no. Like, the point is either just accept death or you stay alive. Yeah. Um... Next thing quickly we'll talk about is She-Hulk. Did you watch it? Yes, I have seen both the first two. Okay. Um, first episode, not the best to start. It's because it's like like we said, it's a half episode. Yeah. It should have been the first two episodes. Yeah, the first together. two episodes should have been either together or released at the, at same, the same time. time. Yeah, because it feels like half the half. It feels like half the origin. Of the, it feels like half the plot of the series. Because um, that first episode was not funny at all. Like, it was just painfully bad writing. Like, the con- like I, I don't know if it's the Bruce thing. Like, Mark Ruffalo's character with Bruce. Of, like... I think... Well, no, the problem is... they were so, What they were setting up in that first episode is... Her being so adamant against being a superhero... Yeah, and it's the fact of... And the second episode kind of pushes her into it. But she's still like she's forced into it. Yeah. Whereas the first one is like Bruce trying to force it on her, and she's yeah. like, "No, I don't want to." That's why the two episodes needed to come out together. So you got both, you got both sides of her origin. Yeah, because the the second episode was better writing. The jokes were better in it, especially the parallel. Well, I, mean, I think, I, and I think what it is is you got the setup. Like you got like this isn't going to be like that first episode is like we're going to make an MCU character out of you. And she's like, no, you're not. Yeah. And that second episode is like, no, I will not be a typical MCU character. I will be something different. It's the, um, like, cause the second episode, there was parts that actually made me laugh. Unlike the first one, the paralegal fucking speech she gives. And it's like, I don't give a care who. Yeah. She's like, I, I, I don't, is. I don't care who your paralegal is. Um, and then to find out Perfect Strangers guy is the fucking dad. Yep. Now if Cousin Larry, Cousin, cousin Balky dude, that would be hilarious can if he show showed up, up as like another family member. Yeah. Cousin Larry, Cousin Balky. Um, and I do like it has after credit stingers. Like I do like the fact that it, the, it has after credit stingers or credit yeah. stingers and they're just comedic bits. It's just deleted scenes. That they I don't even think it, I think it's just literally Plus that part got cut from the episode. No, I don't even I think it's just we're going to they they purposely film these like the the bit in the second one where she's doing like all the crap for her dad. Her dad. I'm like that yeah. that's not in the show. That is literally just we're going to film this for the stinger. Yeah. The Captain America thing, I I laugh my ass off when they cut her off. Yeah. I did because I did, it was because it was played perfectly. Like she's acting drunk, and then she's like, "I'm not drunk, Captain America." Like I thought that was hilarious. I fucking I like I'm like that's so. But because again, it's always it's been the fucking female fandom of these movies that we're always obsessed with Captain America and his like sexual status. Yeah, but again, even this leads into apparently- is he Star Lord's great grandfather it because gun said that is star lord's grandmother that cat meets so um 
Mark Ruffalo never told Chris Evans. I don't think anyone's oh, like that. Nobody makes told. It, that like, makes it even better that he had. This he had no idea that that was in the first episode. That I mean, that just makes it better because it just makes it like could you you could imagine like I would I honestly I imagine Chris Evans like it's the reaction that from Free Guy. Yeah. Like with the shield, like I could just imagine Chris Evans watching it and just being like, "What the?" <laughs> the uh, yeah, the whole fact of like, who was the USO girl? <laughs> that fucking. That's what I'm saying. Like that's why it's now like Captain did America. is it what? Because you know, Quill's mom is the same actress. Like she's in Captain America, the first one at that time frame. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, look, I'm cool with fucking them saying like Cap is somehow related to fucking Peter. Well, somehow they shoehorn in Wolverine into the fucking second episode. That's the great, that, that, that's the thing. Like every, that's the things people complain about. I'm like, dude, that's exactly how it would be done in the comics. So if you don't have a blatant, I don't think that cameo, was, you just have, I don't think it's a cameo. I think it's just more as a joke. No, I mean, it's not... A, oh, this it, isn't an introduction. Oh, my God, this is the first appearance of fucking Wolverine. But, no, it? it's something that if they they can always go back to and reference, like, oh, if they want to make it, they want to make that, like, a reference. Like, it's it's not... You can't go, oh, you just retconning it. Like, no, we put it in there, yeah. and we can use it later on if we want to. Just like if they wanted to make Cap Peter Quill's great grand like grandfather, like oh no that yeah that was his grandmother that that happened and that's why Peter is, you know not only is he half celestial he's got like two generations removed of fucking super soldier serum in him, and oh. it just didn't work because again I want to see young the young Avengers I want to see Isaiah Bradley's fucking grandson fucking run around as Patriot, so Captain America's a one and done motherfucker. Just that's even worse because like you just left a fucking pregnant woman. He wouldn't know though. Yeah, that's exactly. the whole thing. He wouldn't know. <laughs> um. So because it would have been before. It would have been after he met Peggy, but it would have been like in the means, like while he's on that fucking USO tour. No, because he met Peggy. That's what I'm saying. It would have been in the in between. Like yeah. he's on the USO tour. You know, one, one night, one of the girls he's fucking holding up. Yeah, that's you know, in the jeep that he's yeah, got on over the bike the head. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, the bike. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those like he gets seduced by like this woman because he doesn't know any better. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's the uh, September eighth is Disney Plus Day, and that's when D twenty three is. That same. Is it that week? Is yeah. it the, isn't it like a week? Yeah. Yeah, because there's like 50, like I, I, I saw an article, I didn't go see what the full list was. It's like 40 something, 50 something things come to fucking Disney Plus this fucking month. So. And or. September 8th is uh, Thor debuts on Disney. On Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, there was a kids movie is debuting also. Or kids show, one of the two. But um, the rumor is supposedly that they're going to introduce who's playing in the Fantastic Four. 
Well, yeah, I mean, D23, everybody assumes that D23, there's going to be like a bunch of announcements. Because like you said, there's still what, five films unannounced? Yeah, Phase 6 has like only, there's only three things listed for 2025. People are like, oh, that's so far out. It's like, Brad, anything releasing in 2025, start shooting end of next year, mid next year. Like Fantastic Four, the cast, and that's going to have to be, because they're saying the dude who did WandaVision is going to direct is the rumor. So you're going to start seeing. I don't think that's a rumor. I think that's a fact. So if they've now announced that, I guarantee you they've already started auditioning. I think they already got the fucking character. That's what I'm like, saying. They like, already got you the, already you may already have it because I mean, fuck, yeah. Blade's been cast for how long? Yeah, they haven't even started that yet. And he's, I think that starts filming. That starts filming this year. The rest of like the phase the the 2024 stuff is all gonna start filming relatively soon. Echo's done, so yeah. a lot of like you, your TV shows and stuff are gonna be because you got. Daredevil in that you got um, Kingpin's in that they showed Kingpin's they showed Kingpin on set on of Echo so yeah and you got somebody you had somebody else in Echo they announced I can't remember which character um it was Daredevil and somebody else like pretty decent but uh. Yeah, I mean, you're going to start introducing. I think you're going to, I think that 2025, I think you're going to get like legit, like there's going to be some form of X-Men property. I'm hoping Young Avengers is 2025. Dude, if Disney really wants fucking people to subscribe to Disney Plus, fucking have that on your app. The Expo? Yeah. That would be like, they should... Probably, like, I mean, that that would be just it would be as big as people trying to watch fucking the Hall H panel or like you don't fucking no, E3 because the public, the public's not invited to that. That's like industry people, that's like executives and that's like what I'm saying. The panel needs like the whatever's there needs to be, yeah, because I don't think the public can go no, to D23 that. is an investor only, yeah, they can bring their families and shit like yeah, that. That's what I'm saying. Like, so Marvel's panel or whatever should be because that's where we remember when we got all the supposed star wars stuff was at a d23 like fucking alkalite rogue squadron and the only one that i think of any of that star wars stuff was obi-wan and or i think the alkalite is star yeah because they they named the the lead actress got because it's a it's a prequel i think it's a prequel to the prequels it's like fucking well before i don't know i don't it might be high republic i don't know but that's being done but none of like the movies that was set for star wars for at that d23 are gonna happen because that was when kathleen bigelow was gonna do rogue squadron yeah because it's like you don't have to do it live no just film it and put it up later yeah exactly it's already getting filmed because um yeah, because we saw clips of you saw clips of, like like they put up legit clips of it afterwards. Yeah, because the Kathleen Bigelow announcement they put out. Because they, I remember when Melissa Fent first came out and um, she came out dressed as the character and completely scared the shit out of a lot of kids and made them cry. I mean, that's what you do. Yeah, she's that's, that's what she's it should have been done. <laughs> um. 
I don't think they were they were. I don't think they planned for that reaction from the kids no. seeing Anna Gina Jolie fully blown up full, as Maleficent. Yeah, fully Maleficent. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's the same with fucking Comic Con. It's like you know how much extra money you can make. Dude, I'm telling you every because year? Their, their Hall H panel, like they did a big old production for Wakanda Forever. They put that up, but they didn't put anything else up. And I'm like, you don't even have to do all the panels; just do all the big panels, like all the huge ones. Yeah, because I know they did the uh, the, the the African singer and all that for, and literally all they did was bring out uh the director. They brought out Kugler, and then they brought out the main, and then they were like, oh, here's the trailer. That was it. Yeah. Like they did this big old intro, and that was all. Like, yeah, last year they brought out fucking Blade. They're like, oh yeah, by the way, this guy's Blade. Yeah. So, I mean, it's Hall, like, they need to, yeah, they need to, I think D23's thing needs to be bigger and more geared towards, hey, put it up on Disney Plus for those subsections. Like, it doesn't even need to be edited down for the chunks. Like, just put up D, the D23 announcement panel or whatever you want to call it and people i guarantee people will watch the hell out of it i mean i would yeah i fucking watched i open i watched open a night for gamescom just to see if anything was going to get announced dude i mean fucking every year for e3 how much yeah watching like i watched the freaking xbox panel and i don't even own one i watched the playstation panel and don't even yeah like it's you people watch it just because they want to know it's also playstation Hiking up their prices in other markets in other countries, yes. not here. Um. So yeah, and then I guess the last big thing we talk about that we've all seen was the Better Call Saul finale, and I almost got exactly what I wanted. Um, I got parts of it. Very good. Like it's very. Like, Better Call Saul is more of a character-driven show. Yes. And it's focusing a lot on characters. And that last season, like the last couple episodes of just focusing straight on um, his name after he goes into hiding. Oh, God, I can't even remember. Gene. Gene, yeah. Um... And like his life after Breaking Bad and stuff like that. But then that last episode is when he gets caught and him talking to Maria and the, and the, the attorney mm-hmm. and all that. And he just gives that speech about on this day he was it was the first day he met Walter White yeah like this is how I met Walter White you know he had his victim story he's like you know yeah I was forced to do what I feared for my life because again like I said when I when we were talking about him like I want him to walk into that court as fucking Saul and get off because he's that good of a lawyer not because he's a good person but because Saul Goodman is that big of a that good of a lawyer no not that good of a lawyer that good of a fucking con man that he can talk his way out of anything. 
I mean, that's all. I mean, go ask her. That's all lawyers do. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's the way he manipulates the people. Yeah, that's because that's also, what again. That's what why he said do. in that thing. He's like, all I need is one juror. All you need to is believe one. me. Um, and then when Kim comes into the picture, and then how he finds out that he, she did the confession. Yeah, so his last card got played before yeah. he could. And Hit the DA ain't going to do nothing, but the wife is already looking at civil suit mm-hmm. and that she could be paying money up until she dies in the civil suit. And Jimmy won. He got fucking, what, seven years? Yeah, he, talk, yeah, he talked himself down to seven years. Seven years, which he's only going to do half. Yeah, and a very cushy fucking. Yeah, he prison. was he was set like he would just had to yeah. do like half time and a very cushy, but he wanted to, again like his brother said he couldn't let well enough alone. Yeah, he wanted to get off completely. No, it's it's one of those. Kim redeemed himself, herself. It's time for me to redeem myself. And when, I mean, I, want, I think that's the end. The ending when he did yeah. really he admit because again I don't think he had any. I don't think Hamlin weighed on him at all. I think that was always just what he was going to use it for, the card, that last card to get... Even less time. Even less time. I think after that and after he talks to Kim and all that, he realizes, God damn it, my brother, like, Chuck was right. You know, he sees these flashbacks he has with Walt and Jesse and then the other conversation he had with Walt, where Walt basically tells him, you've always been this shady fucking person. Yeah. And then he has that memory of Mike, my, the memory of Mike and then not listening to Mike, which is where our theory of Saul is responsible for all of this comes from. See, the thing and is then that conversation with Walt, when they were all getting ready to go on the road, like disappear. And he's like, you have always just been basically like a piece of shit. Cause everybody would use a time machine to do something to better their life. Mike would go back and never take a bribe. Yeah. By not taking a bribe, he wouldn't that be where he, he is. wouldn't be a shitty fucking cop. Yeah. And his son wouldn't have died. His son wouldn't have been killed. And he wouldn't have been in New Mexico. He still would have been in Philadelphia being a cop. Probably yeah. or a retired cop with his son alive and having a family. Yeah, because the only reason the daughter, the the wife and the granddaughter moved to Albuquerque was because they got out of Chicago after his son was killed. Yeah, Philadelphia. Well, Philadelphia after his son was killed. Um <clears throat> And then, because that was Mike's question to, no, that was Saul's. Yeah, because Saul brought it up when they were in the desert. What yeah. would you do if you had a time machine? And Saul's answer, Jimmy's answer was money. Yeah, I'd go Green. back and buy stock. Yeah, I would go to the 60s, invest a million dollars in Warren Buffett, whatever company he started, and then I'll be. Yeah, bro, uh, Bu- yeah Buffett took over Berkshire Hathaway in this yeah. year or whatever. i go invest. I think it was like the late 50s. Come back and collect, yeah. Still, it's like, how would you even... Hey, my great... My godfather... Uh, my grandfather... I mean, you would have to... in this company. You would have to set it in like... Even though you never seen this person ever again after he invested the money. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not... I mean, it's not that easy, but I mean, it can be done with it's like... the Back to the Future 3 proc, uh, predicament. This Western Union's been sitting in this fucking place for since the 1800s. 
only was supposed to be delivered on this day at this time at this location. That location that, never closed that, down. That more, no, no, no. It's never not lo- the fact that that never closed down. It's that the 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 Western Union's reputation. Yeah. Back then was as much like because you could do it with like the postal service. Like we've had this letter. And we can't, it's just been stuck and we've just had it up because it, you know, it's, it, it, I think the, the back to the future thing just played on the Western Union mythology, like that they tried to sell for Western yeah. Union. Always on time. Yeah, always on. But I mean, it was just like they were around since the old West and they always, mm. you know, they, um, and then when he asked Walt, and Walt, of course, Walt now looks down at, when he became Heisenberg, he became like, now he looks down at everybody. Yeah. Like, nobody's better than me. I'm the best. Yeah, because, I mean, literally, he was trying to fix, what, a heater? Yeah. The in heater. the hiding spot? And he's just... Because he could, because he wanted a hot water. Because yeah. like when that hot water thing a heater goes out and you have no hot water to take a bath in, yeah, because of the clicking noise or something like that, and um, and he just completely shits on the whole idea of fucking time travel. Like it's just an easy question: What would you do if you had a time machine? What do you mean time machine doesn't exist? And then when he tries to explain, it's like, um. Parallel universe. You're talking about regrets. That's what you. Hey, you're yeah. talking about regrets. Won't you just say it? Yeah. Um, what did Walt even admit to? He would. He regrets being kicked out of his own company. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, yeah, because if he wouldn't have left, if he wouldn't have left his own company, he wouldn't be. He would have. He he wouldn't like. He would not be where he is. He'd have been freaking rich and rich and didn't need. But I mean, even then, I think he kind of still admits in that, like, that he was an asshole even then. And that's kind of why he got kicked out of his own company. <laughs> was it Gray Matter? Fuck yeah, Gray Matter. Gray Matter. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, and then you, sh- you see the flashback. Towards the end of the episode, you see the flashback of him visiting Chuck. And Chuck's asking him, why are you doing this? I can just get a pay intern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, that was around the time when they were still talking to each other. So the him trying to steal the Sandpiper case from him hasn't happened yet. Yeah, this is after he left HHM. And he's doing elderly law. Yeah, but before he went like full-blown television lawyer no this is before sandpiper happened the retirement home him this is him just doing wills mm-hmm. oh and yeah, yeah stuff yeah, like yeah. that yeah because he was just start- yeah yeah that's like was. first season yeah or second season when yeah when he was still a relatively good person <laughs> yes but you know him and chuck never had a relationship because like he said it's like you always talk down to me you don't think i'm good enough um I mean, at that point, you could say that that memory is what final, the final split is that interaction. Yeah. I mean, the final split was 
him well, no, take, no, no, but I'm him saying like the case from him. Yeah, no, but I want to say like the way when he was just like, I'm not like, you're never gonna. No matter what I do, you're never gonna see me as anything. Yeah. But, it's always gonna be slipping, Jimmy. Yeah. In Chuck's eyes. Yeah, because he was even like, you know, take money or whatever to reimburse yourself, and he was like, "What? What are you? What scam? Like, what are you trying to pull? Like, paying for it yourself or whatever? Like, yeah. Yeah. He accused him even in that moment of like having ulterior motives. And he, that's basically when Jimmy's like, "You can't even like, I'm just doing something nice, and you can't even let me do something nice for you without yeah accusing me of something." And then Jimmy's speech in the courtroom when he confesses everything and it's just like I made Walter right. Yeah. Because technically you go back and look at the key moments of Yeah, like that's what I said. Like it's it's a lot of Jimmy. It's Saul Yeah, Saul being able to allow Walt to do what he did. I, I still stand by like I still stand by exactly what Mike said. Walt would have been dead He'd have came across some gangsters that just he would have been were going to shoot first and not question anything. He would have been dead or in prison. Yeah. Either one. He's small fry. Even the big guy doesn't want to Yeah, talk. Gus wouldn't have fucking worried about him. Like, yeah. Maybe Gus would have fucking... Because Saul said, like, the product's good. If he didn't intervene when Saul did... Eventually, Gus, he would have been put on Gus's radar if he didn't die or go to jail at the time. Yeah, I mean, it's... Sal just sped up yeah. the process. Literally cut it in half, probably. Maybe even more. Because um, he's seen opportunity. He's seen money mm-hmm. in Walter White. He made millions hiding nope, by empower like i but again like we talked about weeks ago like he empowers walt and that just is a chain of events that sets up everything that happens in breaking bad yeah the plane exploding is literally saul's fault because <laughs> he allows walt to do what he does walt lets the girl od her dad fucking loses it plane explodes <laughs> Then you get introduced to Mike. That was his first episode. Was hiding the body. Yeah. Getting rid of the body. Or cleaning the crime scene. Showing Jesse how to clean it. Yeah, I I think that's the only major thing that I have an issue with between Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. Like, Mike is like Gus's right hand in in Better Call Saul. And then Breaking Bad, he's like Saul's P.I., like what? But he still works for Gus. I know he still works for Gus, but you like at no point before that is he like with Saul all the time. I don't know. It just seems like there's something missing mm. that would have Mike just hanging out at the the law firm. Oh, it's a job. It's supposed to be like a legit cover. I guess it's a cover. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, if you look at it that way, then yeah, it makes sense. Um, I did like how uh, when when Kim went back to the courthouse, she drove past the booth. Yeah, like she looks at it and she's like thinking of Mike, 
and you know and again I still think like look he's in jail for 87 years 80 some odd years at this point now because he got like not the full sentence but I mean he got he got the good one he got yeah (laughs) he got he got it he got it but then he's like you know he's in the fucking jail in New Mexico everybody knows him the only thing I would change about the episode would have been the scene on the bus that somehow each one of these prisoners either got off by Saul. Yeah, they, they all recognize him from the commercials and or stuff. Family member yeah. was gotten off by Saul. Um and that's how he becomes protected in prison. And that because he's such a good lawyer and knows his way around the court system and stuff like that and that he becomes like everybody's go-to in prison well, yeah, to, that would be to look the, that, at can that, you look at my case that would be the follow-up series that's yeah. literally the only one i can think of of like jimmy helping people in prison and kim representing them outside of prison yeah that would be the only and it's the the, the best thing it's like why this show is so good it's almost not on par with Breaking Bad, but it's close. Um, is the fact of like episode one, first time you see Kim and Jimmy together, they're in the parking lot. I mean, that's what cigarette. happens when you have the same guy writing yeah. everything. Like, Well, Vince didn't write every, all the episodes, but the key episodes, yes. And then the like last he's writing, he writes all those things where you see like callbacks and yeah, like things that connect. It's because the person who is the main storyteller is going, no, this needs to be in there. Well, sometimes like it, there was times I'm listening to the podcast, like he didn't even know stuff was connected that the writer, the certain writer of that episode did to connect Breaking Bad in this. But I think. Ultimately, that comes down to him because he did a, a lot. So then you have yeah. writers that are going to be like mimicking what his style, and his, his, yeah, yeah, in order to because you keep to keep a cohesive. That's a lot of shows. Like there's no cohesiveness to the writing. You can tell it's written by different people. Yeah, this is it. All they all seem to be written and directed by the same person, but it's because you're mimicking that original story to keep cohesiveness it's why some like some of the disney plus shoes like the man like some are so much better than other ones and some aren't as good because you have different directors and they're doing it's why the star wars movies weren't the the sequels weren't good three separate well there was supposed to be three separate directors that were going to tell three very different movies there was no cohesiveness to it yeah this had writers and directors that were all trying to mimic the original way of doing things to tell a cohesive story that didn't just like abruptly change. I feel better call Saul ended great. Like that finale, like it really did put a good bow on that breaking bad universe. Like you don't have to go back and no, you don't. Cause it's again, again, is Jimmy redeemed? 
Not really. Not really. No, he's no. doing his time. Like he's getting what he deserved. You know, people died because of yeah. So he's getting what he him. deserved. Is he probably in a better place with him and Kim now? Be so yeah. Now he can actually be kind of be with Kim because they won't be together. I I don't think even with the Kim thing, it's it's like he redeems himself in King in Kim's eyes. So he gains Kim's respect back. Yeah. Because of now he's back to Jimmy. Yeah. The Jimmy she fell in love with. Um It's one of those when she's leaving the prison and he shoots the guns at him at her, the finger guns. It's kind of just telling her, I'm gonna be okay, don't worry. Like, even if you don't it's one of those she doesn't even have to come back. Yeah, if you never come back, don't worry. Like Yeah, don't worry about me. Yeah. I'm good. I was waiting for him to get shanked. <laughs> just out of nowhere, somebody comes up behind him and fucking shanks him and fucking walks off. Just, he just like whispers in his ear the Solomon is in their regards. Just fucking godfather it. Like, Lalo. This is for Lalo. Yeah. But again, I think even that, like, so even if you would have fan fiction stuff out afterwards and like, like he had enough protection in there, like that would be like the escalation of something. Yeah, dude, he's just in fucking prison making Cinnabons. Yeah, that's all. Just yeah, he's working in the kitchen. He's doing exactly what he was doing in hiding. Like yeah, he knows how to make dough and stuff like that. So he's probably making breads. And he's, yeah, he's got the cushy kitchen like job. That. You know, everybody's gonna love him. Like yeah, he's yeah. He wanted to go to a cushy you know five year prison, and now because he was like, I don't want to go to what was it? Uh, whatever. Because that's the prison he didn't want to go to. Yeah, because the moment he goes into gym pop, he's going to get stabbed by somebody. Yeah, and now he it turns go, out he's like... He wanted to go to the Bernie Madoff prison. Yeah, but now he's in the, the prison he didn't want to go to and he's like fucking a rock star. Yeah, I don't think he was... He wasn't expecting that. Yeah, no, he wasn't. So, yeah, it's... It ended perfectly. Again, I wanted the transition to color and... I wouldn't have been upset if he'd have like been able to talk his way out of it in court. Like I wouldn't have been like, I still would have thought that was a great ending. But again, everyone has to pay. Like even, even Jesse like is God knows where like Jesse didn't get redeemed. He's on the run. He's in the same situation as fucking Saul. He's in Mexico somewhere. No, he's up North. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. They think he went south. They think he went to to Mexico. He's he went north to Alaska. Yeah, yeah, Alaska. Yeah, he's in Canada or Alaska, one of the two. And it's like, but he's on the run. He's in the same boat that Saul was in. If he gets caught, he's going to, like he's going to prison way worse. Didn't he send the money to Brock? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so either yeah. he went to find them or he just sent all his money. And he's gonna go live in hiding. Like, I, I yeah, I think he's. Yeah, I think that's it. I think he went to go try to find. Yeah, he find went to go them? try and find them. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Okay. Um, yeah, that's just a good stopping point on the Breaking Bad universe. You don't have to do anything else. You don't have to add. Oh, what about what about this one character? And yeah, because I think really, I mean, all you would be able to tell is further before stories. I mean, it'd be awesome to continue on this universe. I just think, yeah, I don't know what character you would follow after this. Like, you could go tell us Rise of the Salamancas. That would be a great mob show. I, I, I thought about that. 
Like the rise of the Salamancas, the rise of Gus. Like that would be a great mob show. But I mean, do we need it? Yeah, it'd be cool to see Hector in his prime, but we're not gonna have that actor playing Hector in his prime. I mean, you can you can do fucking um, it'll be like Narcos, but with the Salamancas. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that would be a it would be it would probably be a great show. Yeah, I kind of like what Gillian said he was kind of doing, like an Outer Limits slash X Files. He's working on an Outer Limits meets X Files show. Cool. Like a paranormal investigator. Like, is this going to be like literally like a paranormal investigator? Like procedural? That would be great. Supposedly one of the one episode he wrote for X-Files is probably like one of the top tier fucking episodes. And I think it was the one where the Mulder had to drive a car at a certain speed or something like that. I don't know. X-Files was so hit and miss. It involved a car. Like, Mulder had to drive a car, and there was, like, somebody in the back. Like, if the car went under a certain thing, the bomb would go off inside of him. It was, it was a weird... But again, I'm like, to look X- it up. X-Files was so hit or miss with episodes. Like, they were connected, but then not... Con- like, it was trying to be that case of the week, but have the backstory that connected everything, and it's like, it didn't work. You never got the alien payoff, really. Well, not to the movies. Yeah, but it, that's what I'm saying. Like you know, like the entire series, you never really got the alien payoff. Wasn't you had all these like, weird things that would happen that would just not connect it or ever referenced again. Wasn't one of the movies had fucking werewolves in it and it turned out the, there was just people dressed as werewolves? Yeah, something like that. You had the fucking bees or so something in the one. The second one? Yeah, it was... X-Files was just so weird. It just... I guess, I mean, I, I kind of like referenced it as Lost. Like Lost, like just completely lost it at the end. Oh, it went fucking shit the bed yeah like, like x-files really was so hit or miss it's like do we need movies do we need a continuation of this show because yeah there are really good episodes and really good stories in some of them but not all of them it's like fucking dexter yeah like dexter like jesus christ we watched i think the first episode of like the continuation because it was free on amazon or whatever and it's like like uh, we don't need like I don't why do I need this like oh, he the, kills the guy in the fucking shed or whatever they figured out who he was um, in that first episode and the cops are like it ends with the cops showing up and I'm like I don't even care to go see how this ends it's also the fact of um, next Emmy season they're probably gonna win Oh, they yeah, they're not going to win it this year. They're going to win yeah, it. Yeah, no, because yeah, I think that this season the Emmys this year are for the first half. Yeah, Carol Burnett's definitely winning best guest appearance. I mean, Reese Horn's nominated, but like she's nominated. What I said for supporting actress, supporting actress, which makes no sense. But like, it's got to be TV time or whatever, like yeah. lo- whatever dialogue, whatever they use as a metric. I don't know if it's. I think it's Carol Burnett's probably going to. Well, no. She's definitely one in. But I mean, it depends on what the... Because she would be nominated for guest. Maybe it is screen time. I guess if you add up her screen time, it might come out to like no, guest she's, appearance. She's like a guest appearance, like a special guest episode. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. But she's in multiple. But the dude who won it for This Is Us was in multiple episodes. So 
Yeah, but it's those are usually for big name actors that does TV shows. That's what that, I'm saying. Like that's what I'm saying. She'll yeah. be nominated for that, but I mean, She'll she win. could probably. I mean, she could even be nominated for supporting for the last half of the season. She's Carol Burnett. She's gonna win. Yeah, they're gonna vote for her. Just to have and the her. fact that she's the one that brought him down. Like she yeah. was given a very prominent role. It was a. It was kind of far fetched how she fucking. Yeah. Just typed in con man. Con man Albuquerque. Yeah. I don't think I, I. I honestly, that's the the worst part of the like. I don't think, I don't because I don't think Asal is a con man. It's the fact of how quickly she picked up of like. Oh, and Albuquerque. Oh yeah, the, the, the law. law. Like yeah, she was. This that, is the law and blah blah. Yeah, she was that on it. Like she's she couldn't could ba- figure out. Like she was a. She could barely use a computer, and then. Maybe she's that smart. She just picked it up fucking that quick. I guess. She just, yeah. Those uh, Wisconsin people. So Wisconsin? Yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. It's, it was, like, again, that was, like, my only real issue with, you know, it was the con man Albuquerque. Oh, Indiana. It's one of those winter places. Yeah. But, yeah, I think, uh, I think that's it. We're at... Like two and a half hours. This yeah. is pretty good. Um, like I said, uh, I will be in surgery Wednesday, so we will see what the recording schedule is going to be like for the next week or so. Because uh, I'll probably be in the hospital until Friday, and this is going to be up early instead of waiting till Friday. Um, but there will be some update. I'll, I'll, I'll figure out what's going on, and uh, we will see you next time. I'm Wayne. That was. Paul. And I'm out.